Welcome to Romance Splaining. I am Leslie. That's me. Just right off the bat. Just boom. Yeah. Is that your favorite? That's your new favorite? I'm actually getting a little tired of it. Oh, thank gosh. Well, you know what? I know you're sad to hear that. Yeah. Well, it's been a while since we've recorded. Been a while. Been a while. Uh, since we've recorded, and so I had to go back and listen to some old episodes to like remember what was going on. To romance member. Yeah. And so then I was driving on the Beltway on my way home from work, listening to some romance planning, and I almost shit my pants when that sound came on. Oh, was it that bean you had last night? No, it had nothing to do with any kind of Taco Bell extravaganza that you brought home for me. It was... <sighs> Like, you blame it on me. Okay. You put it right on me. Yeah, no. Fine, the, I'll take it. I'll the take sound it. scared the crap out of me. Was it too loud, though, or was it just the, se- the like sound? Itself? I mean, I wasn't rocking out to romance planning. It wasn't that loud. No, I'm saying maybe I messed up, like I mixed it poorly. No, well, I think it was the very first time you ever used it, and I, like it startled me. Like I, I looked like our child when she was an infant, you know, with a startle reflex, both of my hands flew off the wheel and I was like, oh my God, it was awful. Well, you want your hands on the wheel, generally speaking. General, especially on 495 at rush hour. With That's the beltway. North America's craziest drivers, as you like to call it, the high velocity metal ballet. That's right. Yeah. So anyway, just so you know, and I want to apologize to anyone who happened to be driving the very first time you played that sound. Shit. Yeah. Sorry, Kelly. Wow. Sorry, Marsha. What about me? Um, no. I'm the star no. of the show, Adam. Well, right. You should be ready for it. You experienced okay. it firsthand. Yeah, in the comfort of your your office. But now I was like, Scary. it's an underground podcasting lair. It is an underground podcasting lair, and it's very clean. You did some cleaning. I wanted you to feel comfortable. Oh, I feel very fancy down here now. Isn't it interesting down here now? <laughs> it's so interesting. It is. It's very interesting. <laughs> um, I think it's interesting, but oh. we'll just, that's neither here nor there. That's interesting. I'll put that in the Romancepedia. Okay. Yeah. Are you taking notes, by the way? I'm trying to get there. You're distracting me with all this talk. Okay. Well, let's do a quick recap of, chap- recap of chapter 23. Didn't realize there'd be talking on this podcast. Yeah, it's just going to be rough for you then. Yeah. So chapter 23, we had Nevada getting scared. She had a nightmare. She woke up. She ran into Johnny Roulet's room where he was so sleeping. And then um, they got cold during the middle of the night and kind of sought warmth with each other. And he ended up groping her. We had some blossoming nipples, some like fanning chest hair. And we had the big revelation, though, that Nan is indeed linking the crisp chest hair with pubic hair. So we've got some of her... Her sexual fantasies, we've unpacked some of Nan's personal sexuality They've and been, what turns her on. so to speak, laid bare. Yes, they have. And I think we're going to find out some more sexual fantasies if later If there's on. anything I want to know about Nan Ryan, it's her sexual fantasies. <laughs> and Judy Dench, because she's basically like Betty White's age, by the way. That's how I picture her. Yeah. Yeah. That, no, that's just like... That's hitting all the buttons for me. Well, maybe you can watch a porno with Nan and her husband. Do you think she'd go for it? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Do you think she'd be on the show? You know, I think this podcast is going to make her so famous with like four people that there might be a market for that. 
Let's let's call her agent. <laughs> I will call her, her agent, agent right um, here. I'll research that. No, don't. You t- oh, okay, really? just come on because we've got to go. All right, so chapter 23 ended with them groping each other, and then um, Johnny woke up because Nevada was like, oh, Johnny, and then he's like, Nevada? And then that was it. Then it was over. Okay, so now we're on to chapter 24. Wait, before we continue, though, I did want to do a little bit of a revisit. Okay. I don't know if we fully explored this. I don't know if we probed it deeply enough. Okay. The fanning chest hair. Yeah. Fanning hair. Uh Uh-huh. Like a fan, almost like an upside-down pyramid. Is it intentional? I guess. I mean, Like he, he plucks it? No, waxes no, no, no. It? no, this is the whole Magnum P.I. syndrome. And it's because his chest is so broad at the top because he's so masculine and he's so muscular. And then he has like a, a slim waist because he's also very in shape, unlike all of the husbands of the wives who are reading this book. Oh, you know, because they're basically like Al Bundy with their hands down their pants, like going poop for an hour and a half every night. After dinner. Now listen. What? In all honesty, Al Bundy from the show Married with... Not the character. Well, okay. Kind of the character. Not... Okay, because he's not... Just visually. He's not large. He's not disgusting. Well, like, they play him off as disgusting. Right. But, like, he's an attractive man. Yeah. He's he's not, like, overweight, because we know that equates to evil, obviously. Well, yes. Right? Wow, you were doing some homework. I listen sometimes. Wow. You taught me Hashtag to do that. impressed. Yeah. So, like, how, why is he so bad? Because he takes poops for too long? That's well, his special he's, time. He's a negligent, grumpy husband. Well, he's grumpy. Is he really negligent? Doesn't he always yeah. learn to, like... It's because his wife's going through her, like, sexual peak... How old is Peg Bundy in that show, I, do you think? She's supposed to be like, oh, gosh. Oh, man. This is terrible. She's probably she like 32? 35. I'm thinking, well, no, because she had a teenage, two teenage kids, which and? she probably had when she was, what, like 20? Because they are kind of. So she's like 36, 35, 36. Yeah, I think she's 35 or 36, which is the women's sexual peak. So she's time. fucking ancient, basically. I mean, okay, I get it. No, I get than it. Us, which is so upsetting. Speak for yourself. Dude, you're 40, so get over yourself. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, yeah, and that's why she's just. I, I don't know. What were you talking about? Well, I was talking about chest hair. And then it was like the Magnum P.I. thing. And then obviously we're in the 80s. Right. And it's like, well, because, you know, he's so, Johnny Relay is so hot looking, unlike all the wives, all unlike the... Uh, Husbands of the wives. Who, yeah, the Al okay. Bundys, which he's not disgusting. He's not a disgusting man. But you're talking more about, like, his attitude and, like, how much he is involved with the family, not okay. his physical appearance. Al Bundy is a really bad example. Let's, um, if you watch the Goldbergs. I'm agreeing with like you, Like Murray though. Goldberg, you know, he takes his pants off when he comes home and he just, like, sits in his chair and is just, like, you know. Sure. But slop, I'm agreeing with you. Around. I'm okay. saying I'm agreeing with you. That, That's you're good. correct. In the 80s, early 90s, Al Bundy was the quintessential, like, Disgusting slob of a husband. Right. Gross. Why can't we have Magnum P.I.? Right. And Peg Bundy was the kind of woman who was always fantasizing about someone like Johnny Roulet. Right. 
because she wanted, you know, she's going through a sexual peak. She wanted someone to, I don't know, sweep her off her feet like Johnny Roulet sweeps all the blondes off their feet. But even not though, Nevada. Even though she'd let herself go and she was disgusting now. And Peg just, Bundy? Right. No, that, she was just... I know, but I'm saying that's what they were trying to portray. No, she they, did, they weren't portraying that they she weren't. was letting herself go. No, she wore ridiculous outfits and high heels. She got dressed up every day. She was not in a muumuu. She didn't, wasn't in sweatpants, which that's when women let themselves go, they're in sweatpants. But wasn't she overdoing it like... Look at how, like, she put quote unquote, in her hair. quote unquote, classy I am. Well, she just had really bad like, taste. She was white trash. You know, I can't believe they were living in that house because they it should have been set in a trailer park. I don't know if you're allowed to say that anymore. Well, I mean, I I am going to. Hey, all right so, then. You chapter live it up. twenty-four time. She was white trash. Let's face it; okay, they're both white you. trash. They're all white trash. Their kids are, yeah. Terrible and but a shoe salesman is living in that like colonial. I mean, not colonial, but basic like Ryan home. But wasn't it in Toledo? No, anybody can afford that in Toledo. It's outside of Chicago. But which direction? I don't know. It's not south. Do like south side or whatever. Due east. (laughs) (laughs) Toledo. No, in the the bottom of the lake. Oh, I don't know. Anyway, so chapter 24 starts with the master of the spinning wheel glanced at Nevada. Johnny Roulet has trapped Nevada in a tower and now she must spin yarn into gold. That's what I thought when I read that sentence. But that's not the case. It's really the master of the spinning wheel, the roulette wheel. Well, yeah, it starts to get hard to... (laughs) It's like spinning wheel. Like what? I know it's the late 1800s, but why are we spinning things now? Oh, no, they're gambling. So they're at the gambling casino. Like they're fashioning their own clothes now? (laughs) She's just... Well, no, we already know. Oh, well, yes, actually. You just wait for that. Oh. So Ben Robin... I'm so excited. I know. I just got hard. (laughs) Ew. Save it for later. Ben Robin guided Nevada away from the... Thank you. <laughs> guided Nevada away from the green felt I just had that one queued table. up and it was like really easy. Yeah. And so Ben Robin is a new character in the book. He is a hotel owner from back in the States. He's got two first names. He's got two first names. So as Trina's mom warned me in the 90s my best friend trina from high school said don't ever trust a man with two first names i don't know why she's got a point yeah i don't know i think she like because we were going to go to this church camp and the guy like had two first names and she's like it's a cult it was like young life and i'm like i don't think it's a cult she's like you never trust a man with two first names right it's not necessarily cultish but it's just untrustworthy it could be right. any reasons, any number of reasons to not trust them. That's true. She had some pretty, pretty interesting ideas, which now that I'm a parent, I kind of get. But anyway. Yeah, they were interesting, weren't they? <laughs> yes. So the big gambling game is coming up, and we find out that it's scheduled for the night after Guy Fox Day on November 5th, which I think November 5th is Guy Fox Day, so I think the gambling thing is November 6th. So I'm sorry, Trina was going to Guy Fox Day. This is in the 80s. No, no, we're talking. We're back. We're actually we're talking about there. the book. Oh, we're yeah. back on the. So book you could now. get bored again. Okay. Not born again. Bored again. I've already been born again like four times. I so. know. You're just. You just go for it. You don't even care. I'm a man of extremes. I'm gonna listen <laughs> you better. You're like, listen. 
I'm going to be born as many times as humanly possible. Mm-hmm. Born again. And again Psh. and again. Okay, so the night after Guy Fawkes Day. Um, I guess they can't do it on Guy Fawkes Day because everybody's burning effigies across London to celebrate. Born to the 69th power again. No, they're celebrating the defeat, you know, of of the plot to blow up Parliament. Big Ben. Parliament with the gunpowder in the basement. um, This is Napoleon we're talking about? No, Guy Fawkes. So they're they're celebrating Guy Fawkes Day, but I mean I think that that whole plot. This movie came out in the two thousands. How does Nan Ryan know about it in nineteen eighty nine? Oh, what V for Vendetta? Yeah, I know. I think she just kind of invented that. Maybe this is V for Vendetta based on I think this so. anecdote. Yeah, I think it was inspired by it. Shit. Yeah, she brought Guy Fawkes into the the mainstream with this chapter. What does he say? He doesn't say anything because he's dead, but. There, um, the gambling, the gambling thing is the day after the Guy Fox celebration. You know what he really says, though? What he says? Ha! Ha! I don't understand. Guy Fox. Oh. <laughs> that's like that's what they actually sound like. It's awful. Oh, like it's awful taking sound. all of my self control not to sing. What? What does the fox? Not say? to sing what? You know it. Ah. No, I don't. I promised myself I wouldn't sing. Well, I'm just gonna keep going like this. Ha! Oh, Until you sing it. Now, what does a fox say? Meow, 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 meow. <laughs> there you go. Okay. All right. I'll that was stop. a half-hearted song it for you. It wasn't the best, I know. but it's it was still the a song. Well, I'm checking that box because I know you're a man of extremes. <laughs> you would just literally do that for the whole podcast. That'd be a good podcast. Right. So Nevada is totally grateful that Ben Robin is in town because after their whole sexcapade... Johnny has been completely ignoring her, but now that Ben Robin is in town, for some reason, there's a renewed interest in her, and, like, they're actually letting, like, she's going out on the town with them. With Johnny Roulet? Yeah, because after she crawled in bed with him, he was so angry at with her that he was just like, I don't want anything to do with you. Why? Did did they actually have sex again? No, they she were was so just, close. But she was just, like, fondling him, and he's a sound sleeper. No, well, he was fondling her. They they both like snuggled up to get warm because it was very cold. But they were half asleep. Yeah, it they were sort having of like, like a, some sleep sex, like a groggy like. Oh, he was weird. angry that she's so relentless and like crawled in bed with him and was like trying to manipulate his sleeping person into having sex with her. She almost raped him. <sighs> she was trying to get him to, you know, and this is just. This is such a problem because if she's terrible. so beautiful, you know, and he's such like a bastard, like why wouldn't he just be banging her the why whole time? Why wouldn't he? Why wouldn't he? Right. Why is he so pissed off that some nubile hot <sighs> piece of ass crawled into his bed and wants to do it? Yeah, it's I mean, that's what really annoys me because it seems like it goes against his character. Totally. Instead, he's like going and like hooking up with all these Unless like he's, cougars. Right. Unless he's some <laughs> Oh, oh, suck sh- it. Yeah, you, you missed it. Son ah. of a bitch. Mm-hmm. Oh, terrible. Yeah, well. I didn't even have get. it ready. You I know. know. <laughs> so um, his eyes were deadly. There you go. Deadly mean when he. Kind of lame. When yeah. he snatched the covers off of her and forcefully jerked her from the bed and set her on her bare feet. So she's remembering like how mad he was when he found her in bed with him. Right. Terrible. His voice, as cruel as his face, he said, if I had wanted you in my bed, you'd have been there. Well, he told her, didn't he? I guess. 
But whatever, Johnny. I'm just not buying this. It's very, very poor. You know, if I thought anything was going to be forcefully jerked in his bed, it wasn't <laughs> going to be him doing it to her out I of know. the bed. I have so much self-control. Get out of here. I'm going to jerk my you right out of here. My own erection. I need some privacy, please. I've got some things to take care of now. Thanks a lot, Nevada. Goodbye. No, thank you. <laughs> Stomps his foot. Mm. Oh, and if you really wanted to become a lady, you'd keep your damn legs crossed because we all know it's the woman's fault. What does he give a shit about a lady who keeps her legs crossed? I don't think he, he likes a lady who keeps her legs he crossed. He doesn't. So why is he so hell bent on keeping her legs crossed? I don't know. But, you know, women are basically, as we've discussed before. Come dumpsters. Well, no, we haven't done that. And that's kind of uh, over the line. But no, Hoover vacuums. We're looking for penises. Like they're just like, <sighs> where's a penis? I need to pull it in. That's less gross than cum dumpsters. <laughs> I mean, probably not. It's just... <laughs> I, it's come come dumpsters is like, old. I know. It's just like so demeaning. But like, I think like if I think because of a vagina... Because they're empowered. The women yeah, are empowered. It's like, like sucking, I am going to yeah. take it. I'm going to suck it all in there. Right. Okay. Because, okay. you know, it's all the way we dress. The I'm way, sorry. You know, we, we are the ones doing all of this. Like, you poor men are so helpless. I said a bad thing and I'm sorry. I know. Like, if we ha- don't have cloth covering our vaginas you you're just gonna get sucked in there so anyway i apologize for my mistake don't <laughs> don't apologize i apologize for the, the female sex. okay you apologize for the female sex yeah just just how we're always tempting you and you sex know, as in gender you're not just sex verb. Th- men are just out there trying to like get by you know they're we're, just, We're making our way. You're making your way in the world today. The only way we know how. Yeah. It's so weird how we combine Cheers and the Dukes of Hazard with that <laughs> phrase, and I don't know why that happens. <laughs> well, it's kind of the same. Anyway. They're both trying to get by. So Everybody's just trying to get by. That's right. Okay, all jesting aside, though, struck by the fascinating fact that a man could be as angry as Johnny was with her and yet still obviously desire her, Nevada said honestly, her own blood still high, her need for this dark, dangerous man as potent as ever. I'm a child of the river, and so are you for all your mysterious past. You're just a river rat like me. We're two of a kind. Why deny it? Do you think that's true? No, I don't think so. He seems a little bit too refined to be just like a river rat. He's, um, he's kind of refined, is he? Well, he's a scoundrel, but Pouring I think around. he's going against, much like myself, going up against his upbringing, you know. So you're a scoundrel, but you're, you act like you're very refined. Me? Yeah. No, I don't act refined at all. So... You come from a very refined lineage, but you act like a scoundrel? I'm just a wild person. <laughs> I'm wild. That's how you're like Johnny well, Roulet? I'm just yeah. trying to figure it out. Yes, trying I ran to away at, what, out. 15 to get married because I thought that would be a good idea? Well, I wasn't going to say it. Well, luckily I didn't get married because that would have been, I would have been on some kind of HBO behind the craziness special. Yes, you would have. <laughs> I just watched um, that mother dearest and what dead and dearest or whatever that was messed up dead and dearest (laughs) yeah anyway it's crazy 
All right, I'm going to make a lady out of you if it kills you, Johnny says. Well, that's nice, Johnny. I'm glad that you're going to kill her. Um, or, you know, you're either going to be a lady or I'm going to kill you. That's, that's really nice. He's a man of extremes. Yeah, but here here's the problem I have with this part. Uh, it's like Nevada's describing his anger and, like, you know, as that being something positive. Like, it's... <laughs> That's great. Showing his love for her, like his anger. That wasn't showing on him. purpose. I was just queuing it up. Yeah, I got yeah, it. I know. I don't like it. Yeah, like, it's kind of gross. Like, because she's like idolizing and fetishizing anger. Like that's what makes a man is like, is he angry? Is he going to beat the shit out of people? Right. And, and I, I think that's bullshit. What's so sexy about that? Nothing. Because eventually that comes around to the people that you're closest to. Right. right. He's going to end up beating the shit out of her. Right. Beating the shit out of her kids. Like, why is that sexy? And why do we like idolize that? Yeah. The violence. And it's I think bullshit. That, that seems like a very American. I'm getting thing. mad about this. <laughs> oh, Fuck this shit. Oh, God damn it. Oh, Adam, I'm so turned, oh, I'm so on. turned on. I'm so wet. Oh, wait, can we just pause I mean- this? <laughs> but seriously, it's just I ugh, I just don't like that. Yeah, it's disgusting. I hate it. Yeah. So anyway, so let's keep reading. Okay, All right. <laughs> this is your favorite book. Mm, I know mm, it. Mm, mm, mm. All right. So then he neglected her, and it tells about that. So anyway, he, she's kind of like, "Why? What's going on with this renewed interest in her?" And then they get an invitation for a reception. Queen Victoria was going to un, um, honor Alexander Graham Bell. Even at, the Silver Fox can't get a ticket to that event. Oh my gosh, baby! Five points. Five points. That is such a deep cut. And you were paying attention because I did know this was going to happen. And I totally dropped that clue for you like five chapters back. And I am so impressed. Yeah. See? Yes. The Silver Fox couldn't get an invite, but. Do I need to listen better now? No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Don't get too excited you know what? for you, yourself. You know what you get from that? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So they're going to have dinner at Buckingham Palace. And what that leads to is. Big Ben. Parliament. No. Oh. They're going, they have to go shopping and buy a dress for her. And you know what's even better? Guess who's not going to be there? Johnny Roulet. No, Johnny Roulet is taking her. Miss Annabelle. Miss Ashley. Lady Ashley Lady is Ashley. not going to be there because Lady Ashley is... A whore. Well, basically, but she is stateside. She is... Oh, she left? Well, yeah, she's back in the um, on the continent, as they say. What... What does that mean? That means she's in America. She went all the way across the pond? Well, yeah. I mean, that's what they like to do. Just back and she's, forth? She's British, so she, I'm on the continent. Did we know that? No. Like, that's we just oh, found we that just out. Found, okay, yeah. so I don't like, lose points. Oh, guess what? Lady Ashley got these tickets because she's really fancy to go to this reception for Alexander Graham Bell. She can't go, so Johnny's like, I'm going to take you, Nevada. And Nevada's very excited. Yeah. And then he's like... Guess what else? We need to go shopping. And then it's like the scene in Pretty Woman where Richard Gere. See, I know my pretty woman. Yeah, you do. And so then he's like getting really into the dress shopping. And uh, the la- the lady at the dress shop is like, do you want to design the gown yourself? And he's like, I want something the color of her eyes, blue, blah, blah, blah. And I want it to fold here and trail here. And he's getting really like intense about this gown thing. But Nevada just loves it. So dozens of bolts of satins and brocades. 
They were spent over, spread over his bent knee, which we all know what Nevada was thinking. Um, that she'd be over his bent knee and she'd get a little spanking? Yeah. Because violence? His lean brown lingers examined. I love finding typos. <laughs> no, wait, wait, wait. Let me try to figure it out. Okay. His lean brown li- fingers. Yeah. Okay. I that thought was it was like... One lingers like his gaze was lingering but they omitted it but it's literally no, just a it's one like it's letter. a real word so okay. it didn't make it through their word whoever made this turned this into a uh, ebook anyway so yeah they just like blah 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 she gets the gown but this is great i loved it because he's he's like i um he wants something extraordinary s'il vous plaît <laughs> so he speaks french now well just he can say please I mean, I can say please. Right, but you wouldn't you wouldn't well, say that. Well, you would if you were a certain person. If you were in a place that spoke a language maybe that was either fancy or different from you and you wanted to like throw it out there like I'm authentic. Oh, you know what? I do say I do say gracias to people um to the guys who work at my parking garage, the valets there. Right. I say it when I go to McDonald's sometimes too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but yeah. I wasn't talking about you or me. Right. Same scenario, but a little more like, oh, como esta? That's your dad. Yeah. Yeah. When That's he... what Johnny Rulay's doing. Uh, no. A little bit. <sighs> your dad, like, but your dad says it to, like, college kids working <laughs> at Chi-Chi's, you know? That's kind of funny, actually. Yeah. Now but that it's I think like... about it. It's not funny when They're... you're in the moment, but. No. It's pretty funny. <laughs> it's terribly embarrassing when you're in the moment that and like when you're at the olive garden with him and he's like holding the salad bowl over his head going is there is there a lettuce shortage that wasn't him oh but okay anyway um i'll take a point away from myself for obscure personal reference (laughs) you don't have you can keep it i know all right so um let's see now you got me all messed up oh okay I didn't do that. Even Miss Annabelle began to think that maybe the worldly Captain Roulet had actually begun to care for the dark-haired young beauty because he's spending all of this energy and time on Nevada getting her dressed up for this event. The prospect made Miss Annabelle smile. Nevada, so young, so romantic, desperately needed to be loved. And Captain Roulet, though he didn't yet realize it, surely needed love as well. Captain Roulet now? That's what Miss Annabelle calls him because she knows him from being in the military with her nephew. Is there anything he hasn't done? He's just a worldly man. But here, this is like the zinger. Are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. The older woman sighed wistfully. Everyone needed love. She sighed adverbially? Yes, adverbally. Yes. Everyone needed love, Adam. Yeah, I know that. And that's how we end that chapter. I already knew that. You need love. I need love. What the world needs now is love. Love. Sweet love. Yeah. People are looking at me. They're not looking at you. They're looking at me. Oh, yeah. The stores are not nice to people. I don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're nice to people. You know what they're doing. They're nice to money. Yeah. They're nice to credit cards. Oh, is that what he says? Credit cards? Shoot. She spits her gum. I don't believe you did that. Yeah. yeah. Pretty woman. Yes, I am. Oh, then it doesn't go into the song. Anyway. Well, no, you have to, like, fast forward to the montage. That's what I was hoping. To yeah. Do. Yes. Yes, mister. Because I don't know pretty woman quite as well as I thought I did. Oh, huh? yes. No, no, we don't have anything. We have as beautiful as she'd like them to be. 
This isn't doing it. Here it goes. Oh, there yeah. we go. Now we're talking. This is really offensive. I like him so much. Really offensive. Yeah, here we go. Oh, so many dresses. Are there any the color of her eyes? Yeah, girl, get it. Yeah, so that's where that ends. That's the, um, <laughs> you, you Google, well, not even Google, you just we'll search We'll put it up on, on the website on romanceplaining.com. Pretty woman dress montage. And oh, it ends right there, right before the montage. baloney pony. It's bullshit. I don't like it, yeah. No. Well, that was Romance Blaney. Adam, what did you learn? Oh, so much. Okay. Um, I learned that I've got a lot of Googling to do to find Nan Ryan's agent's phone number so we can call (laughs) that person up and get her on the show. (laughs) I know the Bundys are the epitome of 80s gross couples. Um, I need to listen better, but I think I'm going to cross that one out because I got five points for (laughs) knowing the Silver Fox couldn't even get into Buckingham Palace. Right. Um, I think we finally figured out what Guy Fox says. Um, I know that Johnny Roulet does multiple sorts of forceful jerking. Um, everybody's trying to get by. Violence, Leslie, is not sexy. No. And I know I got five points. And I know if I'm going to go shopping for dresses, I should speak a little Frenchy. Right. S'il vous plaît. S'il vous plaît. Por favor. Bueno. Mucho Par- bueno. Parla usted. <laughs> Lebowski's. <laughs> well, that was great, and um, well, thank you, Adam, for paying such great attention mm-hmm. and being, you know, super duper on this episode. I don't know. We had a little bit of a snafu earlier. We did. Well, what was it? I don't know. Yeah, there it is. Was that the snafu? Yeah. Well, you played my worst sound effect, but other than that, you are on my good list right now. Okay. So. I'm looking forward to the next chapter. So that's it. That's Romance Planning. We'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.